Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. there was this guy that was hiking down the path that we were hiking out. And as he walked by, somebody said to him, oh my gosh, I love your t-shirt. I love your shirt, that what the saying is. And the saying was all about rim to rim. It was basically going from one, you know, one end of the canyon all the way to the other. And we, we were like, did you do rim to rim? How was it? And he said, no, I actually didn't do it, but nobody makes a t-shirt that says, I only went halfway and then I turned around and went back. And so he bought this t-shirt that that actually didn't represent what he did in life, And he, but he was wearing, it was kind of like his dream was on him, but he didn't have the guts to do it is really what, what I took out of it. And it was a pinnacle moment. It was like, you know how something just like punches you in the gut? And for me, I was like, how many times Have I gone halfway and then turned around and went back? How many times have I gone halfway and then I stopped right there? And like, that's as far as I go because I didn't have the courage or the belief in myself or whatever that I start backpedaling and I start limiting myself. And so I made a decision in that moment of, I don't want to just wear the t-shirt. I want to be the (laughs) t-shirt. So it was like, I do not want to live a life that I just talk about or wish about. It's like, I get to be about it and I get to go all the way. And where yeah. have I not fully 100% all in committed and where do I get to be all the way? And so I made a decision in the canyon on the last day, on the way back out, that I was leaving all that at the bottom. Yeah. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Live Boldly Podcast with Sarah Shelton Kranz. This is an inspiring podcast for those seeking proven ways of healing, growing, and transcending their lives. I am a legendary leader in healing, claimed author, keynote, and TEDx speaker, a mom, an adventurer, and a believer in all things possible. My mission is to guide others to live their life boldly, regardless of circumstances. I believe we all have the power to overcome and lead joy-filled, happy lives. Recorded from the trail or in my office, every other week I share inspiring stories from everyday people because we all deserve to be heard. You will also hear from hand-picked professionals ready to guide you beside me. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Live Boldly Podcast. With me, I am so stoked and honored to bring you this particular episode where I recorded 45 minutes of jamming space learning, growing, and all things healing transformation with uh, four of the guests that went, four of my clients that went on the June Grand Canyon retreat. Now, here's why I decided to uh, record a podcast episode with these women. There was so much transformation, so much learning, so much healing that happened while we were down inside of that canyon. And I really wanted them to reflect back to you 
What happens when we dive into nature, when we dive into ourselves, when we when we look at forgiveness from a different perspective through a different lens of clarity? So I want you to go grab your journals, take this outside if you can listen to it out there, and make sure that you are really taking notes because... There's so much that we can learn from one another. We are all mirrors for one another. Our stories matter. How we hear them matters. And, you know, sharing them matters. And so I really wanted to give them the opportunity to speak their truth with all of you so that you can also learn and take what it is that is needed um, right now within your own journey. Before we dive in, I want to remind you that we are filling our February Grand Canyon retreat. We have three spots remaining. If you are interested, please send me a message, sarah at sarahsholtoncranes.com. DM me through Instagram or through Facebook. Let's get you into one of these last three spots. These will fill. We also have retreats in uh, April, July, and over Thanksgiving of 2022, along with a water healing retreat in Alaska in July of 2022 as well. Um, And so the other thing that I want to remind you is we are filling our online healing program, The Trail, a community for truth, inspiration, hope, and healing. Every month we tackle something different. I bring in a guest expert. I do a one-hour live training, and we have a group coaching session three and a half or so hours of coaching a month for less than the cost of one one one-on-one session with me. It is a really super cool program that has transformed a lot of lives in 2021. It's all that I wanted to put together for all of you. Could not be more stoked to bring this to you again in 2022. Now, I want to share one more thing. Okay, so hold here. There has been a lot of... um, super cool PR that has been happening over here uh, in in my space. And I cannot wait to share with all of you what has been happening. Here is what I would love. If you could do me a favor, please, and allow yourself, um, please share this platform with all of your friends, your family. I would really, really appreciate it because this platform was created for us. It was not created for me. It was created for us. And with us sharing this platform, with you sending out the links to my podcast, um, to you uh, subscribing to my podcast, leaving a uh, leaving a rate, just rating and reviewing, rating and reviewing my book through um, Amazon, sharing the the uh, website sarahsholtoncrans.com with those that you care about, and having them sign up for the newsletter. Please share the the Instagram Sarah Shelton Crans and Facebook Sarah Shelton Crans. Uh, or live boldly with Sarah Sheldon Kranz. A lot of Sarah Sheldon Kranz happening here, right? A lot of that link. Um, it really, it, it helps others to find a space for their own healing and their transformation and really diving into who they are as humans. I've heard this from so many people where they jump into my retreats, they follow along, they join my programs, they do all of this work, and they're like, that one person shared your link with me and that led me to you. And so you can be that person to share and therefore be that ripple of change in other people's lives. And I encourage you, please, please, please to do that for others, right? And in turn, that also feeds our own heart and our soul and our own um, uh, love of self. So we are here for one another. Please do that. And um, again, go grab your journal. Grab your drink. If you can take this outside and listen to it, that's super fantastic. As my father says, that is super fantastic. Um, and uh, again, let me know what you think. So, you know, message me in, in social media, put this into your stories and share where you have actually listened to this podcast episode as well. It really, truly is a really awesome, remarkable one. And you're going to get a lot of learning out of it. 
which is why we recorded it for you. So enjoy. All right. Welcome, ladies. This is my June Grand Canyon retreat, and I am so, I haven't seen you guys for a while. Mm-hmm. I know. Nice. I haven't seen you. Gosh. Well, we had um, we had calls post, right? But I haven't, but it, like the hugs stopped. We didn't get to hug since June. So this has been weird, not actually being able to do that in person. So welcome to this episode and thank you for coming on and doing this with me. And I really, I was talking to you before we started and I said, I want this episode to be about saying yes to you and what it was like taking that first step in and simply, um, you know, post our calls and saying, yes, I'm going to go do this. And every one of you have a journey that's separate and different from one another. And yet we all landed in the same place, the bottom of the Grand Canyon. I mean, how cool is that? (laughs) And then I want to also talk about how this experience, uh, how this experiential journey shifted your life. Um, Because I think one of the things that I've always said is it's important to share one another's stories and I want to hear yours. And when we hear other people's stories, we become inspired to actually take the steps ourselves. So let's introduce you. Can we please, shall we? All right. So let's start with Carrie. You are in the upper left-hand side of my screen. So introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. I am Carrie Stanley and I come from the middle of the country from little old Missouri. And I'm a good friend of Sarah's. And was truly honored to go on this retreat with her. I'm a mom of twin boys, and I run a global spiritual adventure company called Grace on Fire. Yep. It's amazing. So good. Kelly, you're up. I am from Texas, and I am 54. I have three children, and I have two grandchildren. So this season of my life is... um, just being a Gigi, just getting to be with my grandkids. Um, I have a fabulous husband and um, just really excited to be here with all of y'all and to talk about our trip because it definitely was a transforming trip for me. Okay. How did you find me? (laughs) Mine is different than everybody else. Uh I found you from um, Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop, another Uh podcast. And Heather McDonald, shout out to you because I just had another one actually come. She was on my this last retreat as well. So um, yeah, it was cool. I think you were on there for something else. And actually, I think just at the end, you talked about it. And I was like, oh, that's a, I mean, what you, you were on there for something different. And then she asked you what you do. And then you started talking about it. And it was just like a, yeah, kind of like this lightning bulb moment. It was like, that's such a, it was just interesting to find you there. Of all places, right? (laughs) I love Heather. She's great. She's she's a very sweet woman. So, okay, Sandy, you're up. Hi, uh, I'm Sandy Lithgow and I live in New York. Um, I'm a mom of three kids and I'm a physician. I'm practicing in uh, Connecticut. Um, Found Sarah kind of serendipitously uh, through a friend who had just listened to a radio interview on our way to running, winter running in the Rockefeller Estate Park and said, Sandy, I think there's an author you need to listen to or read. It's just she resonates as someone that you need to meet. And that's how I got to meet you. Oh, you're yeah. so great. And and you were actually supposed to be doing a different program and then you jammed yeah. into this one. Yeah. We started with your um your year-long um, yep. trail program. 
trail program. And I, after one episode, I called you and I said, Sarah, I can't do it. I just can't have another zoom in my life. I can't do it anymore. And you offered me graciously to, you know, choose what I wanted. And I decided I wanted to do an in-person amazing experience in the Grand Canyon. And it came to be. That's amazing. So good. So good. And Tammy. Hello, I'm Tammy Kirsten. I live in Wisconsin with my husband and we have two adult children. And I've been on a healing journey myself and nature has spoken to me throughout my life. And so Sarah's book, when it came out, oh man, that was for me. And when I heard about her Grand Canyon retreat, I'm like, I am going on that. I am so glad I did. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, and I'm I'm drinking out of my my bleep, please. I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> mug just for the two of us here, um, honoring my Midwest roots. So <clears throat> I want to dive into, uh, well, first of all, so we have, um, uh, four others that couldn't make it onto, um, this call and it's cool. Cause I really wanted to keep this like kind of contained and, uh, nice and intimate, um, in this space, because I want to dive into a bunch of stuff with all of you. First of all, how hard was it to say yes to you? I want to ask you the question of that saying, yes. I found that when people, that, that process of saying yes to themselves and actually taking that first step can feel a little bit, for some people, um, they feel it's fear. And for a lot of other people, they mistake it. It's actually excitement. And so I want to dive into that very first time when you said, yes, I'm going to actually, well, actually, let's even back that truck up. You have to make the phone call right? That discovery call to then make the, Hey, yes, I want to that choice to, I want to do this for me. So what was it like for you to actually just simply make the call and say, okay, something is, something is pulling at my heart and soul. And then also what was it like for you to step into that? Yes. Into, yeah, you know what? I need to do this for me and I'm ready to do this for me. Um, and how did that moment change your life. And the reason this is really important is because I know for myself, when I have taken on those big leaps, some of the biggest leaps that scared the crap out of me, they were also the most transformative. And what actually holds us back is that, okay, the fear of, you know, the, the shoulds, all of that societal um, space of why we shouldn't do something in place of, yeah, you know what, you're ready. You need to be doing this for you. So what was that like for you? And how has that transformed your life? Dive in as deep as you want. Go back to the moment of when you actually had that call with me and what that was like. Who wants to start? Can I call on you, Sandy? I'm going to call on you. Okay. Um, well, I remember you actually you had like, this was huge for you. Yeah. Um, so having, um, kind of endured the pandemic as a physician and been really on all the time through the year, um, I, it was December when, um, I had that first, um, encounter with Sarah. She did a free seven day program on Facebook that I joined and it was a big community and we journaled nightly. We read a book under chapter nightly. And, um, I, I was so actually fearful that I submitted my entries off the community site and privately to Sarah, cause I didn't want anyone else to read my entries. Cause I was just like, I don't know, it just didn't feel like I had a, a lot of struggle with my own self-worth and I felt like if someone was reading it, I'd be judged or something. So after that, um, Sarah connected with me and said, girlfriend, you have more to do. There's more that, that needs to come out here. So 
we had a call and I found every possible excuse not to do any of their work because I was just like afraid. Um, afraid I was struggling with, is it selfish? Is it, you know, I, can I do this? This is so out of my comfort zone. I've never been vulnerable in any kind of public way. And I really struggled that call. She just, you know, we talked about, I gave her every, literally every excuse I think I could come you up did. with, including <laughs> I have boards to take. I have to study. Yeah. I'm working 24 <laughs> seven. I have these kids. I'm launching one to college. Oh, I, got yeah. I gave her everything. And she was I just like, about the board. yeah. Yep. And, <laughs> and I was like, she, okay, well that'll get forked out. Yeah. So and it then, did. I had, and then I did my Venn diagram with your friend Kelly and in the corner, not knowing anything about me, she had created this diagram and in the corner it said Grand Canyon, June. (laughs) I was like, how does she know that? I called Sarah. I was like, did you tell her this? And she's like, no, it's nope. (laughs) So I knew that was a sign. And then after I really thought about how much I had gained just from a a seven day public course, how much more I needed to do. And we had that call and then I signed up. And I signed up really early because that was in, you know, that was a good four months before we actually ended up going to the canyon. So it was. And you know what's wild about that is that my retreat was actually scheduled for July and then it got moved last minute to June. You remember that? Because yeah. I was like, I don't even have retreats in June. I don't even know what you're talking about. And then my retreat was supposed to actually be in July. And I was like, man, I'm going to move it. They actually offered to move it to June. The Grand Right. Canyon. It said July in my, in my corner. It was July in your corner. That's yeah, it. it was, it was the, in, the initial intention. It was just bizarre because so bizarre. much of that corner ended up coming true, but that's yeah. for another discussion. But yeah. So there was, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. there was a lot of resistance on my part to saying yes. And, uh, and I was just, I don't know. I just, I was, a, I realized I was a master of excuses at that moment because okay. I, I could just make, can I stop there for one second? We're going to like do a little bit of hot seat coaching here. So because, and here's one of the things that you just said, I was a master at making excuses. Yes. Okay. And right before that, you said, I don't know, maybe it was because I was struggling with self-worth. Yeah. And how do those two play into one another of, okay, you, you, you're, you're struggling with your self-worth and you're making this, you're making yourself a master of all of the excuses to not do something that would actually feed your worthiness. Right. And so how did, when you said yes to you, what changed and how did that start feeding the worthiness piece when you actually no longer made the excuse to not do something? You know, I, I think that there's like a little voice inside of you or like a little piece of you that just knows you need to change something because you, you, you're approaching life in a way that you're not getting the results you want, but you're not helping yourself. And I was in that like little rut where I was doing, I had attached my self-worth to all the roles I play in my life. And I think in one of your exercises, we had done that. And I, and I had, I, I, tortured myself that week. We did the self-worth exercise because my definition of self-worth was attached to, um, am I a good physician? Am I a good mother? You know, my good friend, sister, like you name the roles I played. And that's how I, I judged my self-worth. And what you sort of taught me to do was like, it has nothing to do with the external. It's really about, you know, your self-worth comes from within you. And I realized I just didn't have a point of reference because all of my self-worth was attached out. And a lot of my excuses were because of all the obligations I had outside of myself. So when I really took that leap, it was because I realized everything that I was saying and doing was attached to the worthiness I experienced on the outside and nothing from the inside. So because you were no longer, because you were making excuses for not doing something for you, you were actually feeding that piece of which was also not feeding 
your own worthiness. Correct. It, which is just like so freaking bizarre because how many of us have done that? Right. And it doesn't Pretty matter. Like, like all hands, right, all hands on deck right now. Like seriously, like seriously, all hands on deck. And probably everybody listening to this at some point has to, y'all have your, you're all unmuted, right? Let's just unmute because I want to actually have a conversation about this. How many of the people in our group struggled with worthiness? Absolutely. Shit. Yes. yes. Yeah. Every single one of us, including like, I'm, I'm still working on that. I've, I, I will say that this last year has taught me that piece of like, there's always worthiness that needs, especially when you've lived through any type of hard experiences or, you know, uh, difficult experiences, traumatic experience, whatever it is. And I will say that there's always layers to be brought off, right. Of that worthiness piece. And even am I worthy of being in, in this, I had people in my last group where one of them was like, I didn't even know if I was worthy of showing up to this group because then all of a sudden I get on this call and I'm like, Oh my God, these women, right? Like y'all are such powerful women, but how interesting that we can look around and see everybody. (laughs) Kelly's laughing right now and see everybody else and be like, they're all worthy of this, but somehow I'm not. But yet if you asked everybody else on the call, they're all thinking the same damn thing. It's like, oh, but they're this, but they're that, but oh my gosh, but how am I going to fit into this? And then all of a sudden you show up in that first day and how many hugs did we have? Oh my God. It was like, we all snuggled up. It was just, it, it was like, wait, I'm you and you're me. And we're all wearing the same damn dress, which by the way, Sandy brought literally did wear the same damn dress. (laughs) Sure did. We sure did. And so, and that's, that's the piece. I think I believe I see over and over and over again of when people don't say yes to themselves, simply being able to sit with that and saying, why am I not saying yes to me in this moment in whatever it is, what's behind that. And so thank you, Sandy. And I'm going to dive into the spot of us down at the water at some point too, because I want to, I want to share that if you don't mind. Do you mind about that? No. I think you need to move on to someone else and I'll go back, <laughs> <laughs> come back to it. Because there's something in that that I actually want. I, I promise at the end. So we get at least everyone. Right now, at the end we will. Okay, so Kelly, let's jump into you. So when we had our um, discovery call, um, we talked about my mom. And at that point, she had been living with us for four years. I um, took care of her. She has Parkinson's with dementia. So she'd been living with us. So really, I kind of just, thought I just need a break from that whole situation. So that was kind of my first initial reason for wanting to go on the, on the trip. So I think the very first time that Sarah and I talked, just the things that we were talking about, Sarah said, you have just, it's the little girl in you, just how I would react to my mom, the things she would say, and just how I would just my, just my reaction. And so you really were probably the first person that said, it's your, it's your, your child, the inner child in you. So really the other thing on this trip is I am probably most all of you, all of you really have really done some like deep dive. I really was the one that this is my first really um, time to do that. And so y'all all know that. Yep. <laughs> and so when you said that, it really, that kind of just changed the trajectory of everything. I think you even know that my mom, we, I ended up putting my mom in a residential home. Yep see her all the time but just we needed just a separation both of us it was really healthy for both of us and so that was really kind of that started my journey with just that whole just learning about that how things in my childhood how her living here brought those things up 
and needed to be dealt with. So that was really for me. Yeah. Kind of my journey of this trip. Well, and I, you, I remember it was, uh, when you said yes to this and you were, I was like, okay, you, we got you, we got you like, just, just show up. It's all I got to do is just show up and let's be there together. And you are going to be so held by everyone. And yes. would you say you were? Yes. And that I, was the other thing I think as being a caregiver, not used to asking for help. I have, um, I have family members, but as most, as most, usually what happens is it falls on one person in your family when you have a, a, a parent. So really I'm used to being the one and I don't really ask for help because I'm the one. So also, as y'all all know, this trip was really, that was hard for me. And um, on this trip, I was the one that really struggled. And so I had all of y'all and that was also really new to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, how many of us have had trouble in our life receiving <gasps> hands up on that one, everyone, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> well, and that goes into also that worthiness piece. Am I worthy of receiving? And, and, uh, we forget that. And, and this is one of the things that we talked about on, on this retreat was when you let us take care of you, it's a gift for us as much as it is for you to receive. And so when people shun the receiving, they're actually shunning what is a gift that the other person wants to give. And so it's, it was just a beautiful, um, it was a beautiful gift for us to be able to take care of you and to be there for you because you're such a beautiful soul and who wouldn't want to give me a break. (laughs) Come on. So thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Carrie, you're up. I think I was the easiest. Yes. <laughs> you were actually, she's like, she likes like, it's my birthday and I get to go to the street and this is my gift to myself. And so I just texted you. There was no call. There was a text to Sarah that said, send me the stuff so I can sign up for your retreat. It's my birthday gift to myself. And I signed up and the rest was history. So <laughs> So I had been on a, I had been on a journey for a while of courageous actions and learning to say yes to myself. So this was, this was something that I was answering the call to what was next. So it wasn't necessarily something that was scary to me, but what I do have to say is there were pieces of, I I knew stuff would come up, but, you know, just, I just knew all of that, but there were pieces that I noticed that I had a little bit of trepidation with one of them being, I'm going to have a headlamp and we're going to start in the middle of the night and hike in the dark. Like, so I am one of those people that's scared of scared of heights when I don't feel like I'm in control. So I can be, I can be out on a, on a mountain and hiking and fine. But if somebody's driving a car on a mountain, I'm like gripping the side rail and, and just really uncomfortable. So there was something about the darkness that, um, I was trepidation had some trepidation with and it was funny because just last night I was doing even like a meditation visualization and as I was doing it it had you like in different situations so funny how the body can create anxiety when 
when it's what your mind is telling you. So I was on like edges of things and my body had butterflies and I just laughed because I was like, so funny that I feel that inside of me yet when I'm actually there and in the moment, it's not like that at all. Right. So so often that used to stop me. And that was actually one, one, I mean, there was many, but that was one of my greatest gifts was learning to do night hiking and absolutely loving it so much. Rad, right? Yeah. That I'm doing two events in 2022 that have night hiking in them now. Like that's like a thing. So it is a thing. People, people, when I told people I climb mountains in the middle of the night, they were like, why the hell would you do that? And I, my whole thing is it's solace. There is something about walking through darkness that also makes you realize that when you're walking through darkness in life, it can, it doesn't always have to suck. Like Mm -hmm. there, there's stars above you. There's still hope right? There's still, you still have beautiful moon rays and moon dogs and, and it's incredible. I love hiking at night. I absolutely love it. And that's why I always make, have, um, well, actually I do make every one of my groups hike at night because at least at once, at least in some form or another, because there's something to it. You know, you learn that you can trust yourself even in the darkest of days, you can trust yourself. So yeah. yeah. And it has you be so present. And I love that Kelly got, Kelly got to be the one that to lead us in and lead us out. Yeah. 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 Sweet Kelly. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. There is, um, my, this last group, we, uh, you probably all saw that we started down, um, and it was, it was cold. We unbeknownst to any of us had snow when we started and a little bit of rain and super windy, 40 plus mile an hour winds. And, um, and we just kept going, but we ended up like us, we saw the most amazing sunrise in the Canyon. And the same with this one, we had the most amazing sunrise in the Canyon and this gorgeous rainbow that popped out of nowhere. And here's the thing. And this is what I was explaining to them too. Had we not started in what was hard, we wouldn't have experienced this incredible awe moment and how metaphorical of that is life, right? Sometimes we have to walk through the awe or through the hard to find those holy, holy shit moments of complete and utter awe and wonder and bewilderment and just adventure in life. So Yay for loving now night hiking. Join me on a mountain in the middle of the night anytime you want, Carrie. <laughs> awesome. I'll take you up. <laughs> All right, Tammy, you're up. Okay. As I mentioned um, before, when I heard about your Grand Canyon retreat, I was so excited about it. And um, and then my husband and I were listening to one of your podcasts. We were talking about how, you know, the, the June retreat was um, happening in 2021 and, and the um, registration was going to open and things like that. Yeah. And I was super excited about it. But the hesitation part of me was like, dang, this is going to be a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, no, wait, I am worth this. Yeah. And I was at it like I'm healing from betrayal trauma myself. So I was at a point where I need I needed something more. Mm-hmm. And 
I felt like this was going to be it for me. Yeah. And so my husband knows how I hesitate when it comes to money too. So he was actually watching to see when the registration would open up because he thought I wouldn't do it. But I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm doing this. And so I did. Yeah. And um, and when I said yes, yes, there, there was some scariness to it because I knew it was going to be transformational, but I didn't know what that was even going to look like. Like, what is this going to open up for me? So that's kind of scary because it's going into an unknown. Right, right. It is going into an unknown and it's the unknown of wow, look at all the, what, look at all, all of the transformations that I can actually make in my life and look at what's possible. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when you step into that space of what's possible, you open yourself up to freaking magic. And sometimes magic can feel a little bit, uh, I don't know, overwhelming, I guess sometimes. Right. And so, mm-hmm. but that's the beauty of it. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. And, um, I had somebody recently, she's going on my February retreat yet. And she was talking about how she just, um, had gotten braces or something or other. And I said, Oh, that's interesting. And she kind of looked at me and she knew exactly what I meant. And she was like, so wait a second, I can get a cosmetic piece, but I can't work on the internal. What the hell? (laughs) I went, you said it sister, not me. (laughs) I'm like, you said it, not me. And, um, and, and here's the thing that's, that's, that I want to dive into next is, the moment I want to dive into two things, the moment, tell me the moment that tra- that you remember in the Canyon that was so transformative. And then also how did, how did that, and that, that, that space of transformation, how has that affected your life completely affected your life? I know from my own experience that attending retreats and, and going on adventure, I mean, Prague freaking changed my life. And that was me going to Prague. You know, that was the first time I ever went somewhere alone um, ever internationally. And yes, I was watching my son play water polo, but I was literally there alone unexpectedly, by the way. And so, you know, that transformed my life. That gave me so much freedom into, holy, I can, I can travel alone. Like, dude, I can go anywhere in the world and I'm totally cool traveling along. And so how did that change your life, uh, and, and where are you at today? So moment in the Canyon, how has it changed your life and where are you at today? I guess that's three things, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well. So let's start with, let's start with Carrie right now. Mm. We're going to go, we're going to go a different, little differently. Yeah. There's so many moments, but the one that I tell all the time, like the, <laughs> it was the simplest moment, but it was the t-shirt. It was the t-shirt. Oh yeah. Will you tell the t-shirt story? This is so rad. Yeah. And so there's so so much power in simple. Can we just like, come on, there's so much. There is. And there's so many moments like listening in. There's so many moments, but this one was just like such a simple thing that I needed to hear. And so we were on our way out. It was the last, it was the last day and we had just taken off. We crossed the bridge and we were on our way out to basically climb back up the Canyon that day. And, and we were in a pause, we were in a pause. So if we wouldn't have been in this pause, we would have missed the moment. Well, and you were in a pause because I actually, it was because of me, because I was actually sitting on the bridge. I always take a moment 
after you guys all hike off that bridge and I do a little blessing with the Canyon and say, thank you to Phantom Ranch for having us. And so, and it's my own personal moment. I don't know if you know that that's what I do, but that's what I was doing. So you were all waiting for me to cross the bridge. So we were on the other side of the bridge and we were waiting and there was this guy that was hiking down the path that we were hiking out. And as we were uh, as he walked by, somebody said to him, oh my gosh, I love your t-shirt. I love your shirt. The, what the saying is, and the saying was all about rim to rim is basically going from one, you know, one end of the Canyon all the way to the other. And we, we were like, did you do rim to rim? How was it? And he said, no, I actually didn't do it, but nobody makes a t-shirt that says I only went halfway. And then I turned around and went back. And so he bought this t-shirt that that actually didn't represent what he did in life and he but he was wearing it was kind of like his dream was on him but he didn't have the guts to do it is really what what I took out of it and it was a pinnacle moment it was like you know how something just like punches you in the gut and for me I was like how many times have I gone halfway and then turned around and went back or how many times have I gone halfway and then I stop right there. And like, that's as far as I go, because I didn't have the courage or the belief in myself or whatever that I start backpedaling and I start limiting myself. And so, which leads me to, I made a decision in that moment of, I don't want to just wear the t-shirt. I want to be the t-shirt. And so it was like, I am not living like, 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 like mind blown. Like, so it was like, I do not want to live a life that I just talk about or wish about. It's like, I get to be about it and I get to go all the way. And where have I not fully a hundred percent all in committed and where do I get to be all the way? And so I made a decision in the Canyon on the last day on the way back out that I was leaving all that at the bottom. And so as we hiked out and we really were manifesting life at that point, it was who do I get to be and specifically in my specifically in my business and then I am calling in a relationship as well but I knew that there were some things that I got to fully step into in order to fully call in the partner that I'm ready for as well and so in my business I will tell you where am I right now October was the biggest month I've ever had it I started doing everything, you guys, everything in my business that everyone tells you not to do. And I just started saying, I'm going to do everything that God's been telling me to do for years. And I'm just going to say F it essentially and do those things, live a life of no regrets, finally hit go. So I released my podcast. I released all new programs and I just opened it up and I just was like, I'm just going to start showing up and I'm going to be the t-shirt. I'm going to be the shirt. (laughs) And honestly, everything's just blowing up and taking off. Well, because, okay. So there's so many things here, listening and awareness, right? Like that's how many times have I said this? Like how I talked to you about this on the trail before we ever go down Notice the people who cross your path. They're giving you messages. Every single thing that crosses our path is a message for us to listen to and hear and to be aware of and to take it in into whatever it is that our heart and soul is calling to listen to, right? And so that's what you did. And how cool that you realize that most of where we stop is because, and I I know this, okay, this is coming my rendition of, right? 
society tells us literally stop it halfway. Don't go, don't go too far. Don't go. You're going to hurt yourself. Don't, don't, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And it's between that halfway and the continuum that the magic freaking happens. So, so many of us don't step into that space because of fear, because of our own comfort zone, because of our past patterns, our past regrets, whatever it is, not realizing that that's actually where the living happens. And so how freaking rad is it that you learn that from one t-shirt? But then I remember coming off the bridge and being, and you guys were like, whoa, that t-shirt. And then y'all told me, and I'm like, okay, that's really cool. That's just really freaking cool. And congratulations on having your best month and like literally just living out according to your heart and your soul and not what has been, you know, in the past. Yeah. And and what I have to say too, to that is like I said, I was an easy yes to the Canyon, but it was so fascinating how many people started sending me messages about like, oh my gosh, you need to be careful. And people die in the Canyon Ah. and all that stuff. And it's so interesting because same thing, like when I went to Costa Rica and I was leading a retreat down there, people were like, oh my gosh, people get bit by the, you know, mosquitoes or you need to be so careful. And so So I used to be a person that listened to that and stopped what I did. And it's like, now I've moved to a point of like, no, I say yes anyway. But then it was a realization of there's a whole nother layer to say yes to that. I was still hiding behind just a little bit. That was a massive difference. And so like submerging into the Canyon allowed me to get underneath, like, what was those those next layers for me to fully step out on my purpose, on my calling and go all in. I freaking love it. From a t-shirt. From a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. And you know, what's really interesting. Can we just also just touch on this really quick? Um, That guy doesn't even know that he delivered that message to us. Like not even be real. Like (laughs) that's what's even crazier is that he just was like walking through the park, you know, down at the bottom of the canyon, taking off. And he doesn't even know, which also then I just want to also mention that because you have no idea whose lives that you're impacting every single moment and how you're actually impacting those lives. You have no idea. So true. So thank you for that. Okay. Moving on. Kelly, let's dive. Um, I think, I mean, obviously lots of moments, um, I think the one that sticks with me the most is when we were leaving, we had, we had crossed the bridge and you probably know where we were, but there was a part where we were kind of rounding a corner. So I was by myself. We were kind of all spread apart um, and I could, you could hear the water. It was really quiet. And um, like I said before, I struggled. And so I was really a lot of the time just concerned about, you know, am I going to be able to get out of the Canyon? So <laughs> I just really think that, um, just my, just really learning affirmations for me. So I just remember that part just saying, I am going to do this. I just, I can do this. I am going to do this. I, you are doing this. Um, I'm worthy of doing this. So those things, just learning the, you know, just the affirmations to say. So I think that was just, that was my moment. Yeah. I can really just being able to be my, by myself and just kind of taking it all in and, um, 
and using the aftermarket. And like I said before, this trip is really for everyone. We were all like all different levels. I was just kind of new from all of this was new for me. And to be honest, it's not really the my first reason for going on the trip. It was just really I wanted to hike the Grand Canyon. So didn't really even, you know, think of the other part, which obviously changed my, which was the reason for going. It really has changed my whole life. So I think just the affirmations that I still use now. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I can, I, I can feel you. I can feel you. It's like, we're back there. Like it's, I I know exactly which corner you're talking about too. And it's, it's as if we are back there. And I, I want to, I want to commend you because you, you allowed us to hold space for you in a way that I know that I could feel that we all know was different. It was very different for you and very different. And, um, and I just want to thank you over and over and over again for letting us do that, for literally receiving it and allowing us to be there and hold you because you take care of everyone you always have. And it feels so nice to know that you now have sisterhood that will always, always, always be there for you. Like when your texts come through, when your messages come through, when you like a photo, when you like something on my post, I'm like, oh, it's Kelly. Like I can feel you. Right. And that's, that's the connection that is so important in every one of our journeys, rather if you're a man or a woman, it is so important to have that. And you didn't push it away. You let us actually come into I, I, I literally feel like it was like a little woven thing into your heart. Like we were the little woven strands in your heart. And, and that's, I mean, I think I, oh. I said it when we were out, this is really the first time being part of a group of women that I really felt like a connection with everyone. Yep. We just all had a connection. So yes, definitely will last a lifetime for sure. A thousand percent will be lasting. Aren't you guys like you're planning something pretty soon, right? Aren't you all? Yeah. You just, you messaged me and you were like, Hey, are you open in February? And I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to have to look and see on this because, and that's, that's the coolest thing is that almost every one of my groups, they get together at some point. They, I mean, I've got groups that have done several uh, retreats and hikes together just on their own. Right. Which is, it just, it's beautiful. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I freaking love you. It's so, it's just so cool. So I love all y'all. I love all y'all. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I always loved it when you said, I love all y'all. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Well, and you know what? I always say this too, in our differences, we find our similarities because we have similarities regardless of how different we are. So thank you. Okay, Sandy, you're up. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see if your moment is the same moment that I'm thinking. Well, I had I had three moments. <laughs> I can't not tell you about all three. Well, the first the first moment actually, every Tammy, you weren't there, but Kelly was there, and Carrie was there, and Laura was there, and was Tanya there when we first met in um, in Sedona when you when when everyone yes. came to pick me up. So I flew in two days early to Sedona, and these girls without ever having met me, drove from Phoenix to Sedona to pick me up in cars. And we all met and we drove to the South Rim together. But while we were in Sedona, Kelly needed a hat. 
because she didn't have like a hat with a visor, right? So we were on a quest to get Kelly a hat and I walked by a store and I saw this dress hanging up and I couldn't get, walked past it, couldn't get my head off of it, walked back, everyone came back with me and I just on a whim bought a dress on my way to hiking the Grand Canyon, bought this dress, right? And for whatever reason, I was called to buy the dress and I didn't really have a great reason because I didn't need a dress like that, but I just needed to buy that. So that night we talked about it, told Sarah, she's like, bring the dress into the Canyon. I was like planning on just kind of keeping it in the car. And so that was the first call moment where I just could not get the dress out of my head and it had to come to the Canyon with us. So that dress ended up being like the talisman of our trip, you know, where mm-hmm. every one of us wore it and had our breakthrough moments in it. A lot of us, um, you know, wearing that dress. So that was one huge, um, you know, thing that I, I, a moment that I had to say yes to something that was a completely outside of what would could be considered normal, right. To, to, to buy a dress on your way to hike the Grand Canyon. Um, then, um, as we made our, we, we went down into the Canyon and, um, it took us all day. It was really hot. Mm-hmm. It was summer in Arizona. And, um, and, and we were, a lot of us were bonking at the bottom when we hit the Colorado river, we were all pretty dehydrated and exhausted. We had been carrying packs and, and, um, we, so we took shelter by the river and, uh, took a little break there. And that's when Sarah, you, um, locked, locked eyes with me and you were just, uh, you asked me the question was, so Sandy, when did you stop loving yourself? And I was just like, what, <laughs> you know, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so yes. Sometimes I, I go straight in. <laughs> oh man, It was like, well, there, there was, was some preface to it. There you was a little, find me a drink on that one. That was horrible. <laughs> I mean, that was just like, boom. Um, was, so yeah. So uh, I had a really hard time verbalizing that because I couldn't, I couldn't access it initially, you know, and then we started, um, you know, I had a pretty traumatic um, divorce and uh, um, a lot of betrayal in that divorce. And um, I had three babies, actually, all of my kids were under four at the time. Uh, Yeah, at the time of the divorce. So, and I was, um, I wasn't allowed to leave Texas, which is where they were born. And I, uh, it was a big journey to get out of Texas. Um, so I think at that moment was when I really lost myself mm-hmm. and, um, you and I, I couldn't even talk about it in front of the group cause I had such a hard time. So you wanted me to sort of release and I just couldn't find, I couldn't even find my voice. I couldn't even talk. And so we, we journeyed into the, into the river together. It was about 50 something degrees in the water and you had me just really just find my words and scream out into the canyon and sort of just kind of find that person who got lost a long time ago. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty powerful moment. And the crazy thing was after that moment was when everything started transforming. It was like, it, and, the, and the craziest energy started happening. I kept saying like, this is so weird, but all these animals are following me everywhere. It was just like, after that moment, every animal in the Canyon started following me. I mean, name it, it was like near me. It was, you know, the mules and um, bats and ravens and toads and fish and, and you name it. It's just like a moths swarming me, um, nobody else but me and, and the night hikes. And I just like, it was almost like the energy just shifted from inside to outside. And then the animals started coming back and just showing me the great protection and love and everything changed after that. 
Yeah. Uh, it sounds really hokey, but it was just, it's not hokey. It's um, it's kind of, I mean, that's the power of nature, right? That's the connection piece. And after I got out, I just couldn't understand what happened with the animals. So I looked it up and there was like a piece that I read in a medical journal. And they were saying that when you've been around a lot of death and loss, that apparently there, and like it, there's an energetic shift and the animals can sometimes pick up on it. And so they say that sometimes that can happen after you've been through a lot of loss and grief and death and stuff. And wow. that's a lot of, a lot of people in the pandemic, a lot of patients and stuff. So, yeah. Um, wow. Well, and, and, and I would also just say that you grieved and left that woman at the bottom who, who you had not actually addressed yeah. Right. You had not actually sat with that, that, that woman within you that had gone through so much trauma and, and allowed yourself to actually that person within you allowed her to have her voice, but then also to be held and to be loved and to be, to be, you know, just brought out from within you. Yeah. It was 18 and years of a lot of suppressed, um, a lot of suppressed feelings and that needed to come out. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you said to me after that? Do you remember what you said to me? You said, um, after that moment and you said 20 something years, I've been, do you remember that? <laughs> you said, you said 20 something years I've been in therapy, trying to work through this and just one day in the Canyon, look at what happens. You were like one day in the Canyon. That's all what? And then you were like, where were you all these years? And I'm like, my own shit, apparently. So, um, yeah, you, that was such a beautiful moment. It was. Yeah. And then, and then the crazy thing was that after all of that, the shift that really happened was that I just didn't understand that I was worthy of love, you know, of like really that unconditional love and partnership in someone who could really see me and not trying to be something for someone, you know, and two weeks after I got out of the Canyon, I just met this amazing person mm-hmm. uh, who I've been, you know, dating very seriously ever since. And it just, I mean, it felt like it took an act of God to bring someone like that in, you know, but it was just so simple because when you start really loving yourself very unconditionally and accepting yourself unconditionally, everything sort of transforms and, 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 and then you never, ever would accept anything less than that, you know? And I think that's the real, the real lesson, um, is that. So beautiful. So you said there were three moments. What was the third moment? Yeah. The dress, um, the river, and then the animals, I think. Oh, the animals. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Ah, so good. So good. So good. Carrie, I know that you might have to jump off if you need to, it's totally fine. Um, I want to, uh, continue on with, Tammy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man. I also had so many transformative moments in the Canyon. Um, I went into it like with my intention, not only was healing was just get an idea of what to do moving forward. If I should leave my career of 24 years and transition into something this is else. A good one too. <laughs> Every one of yours, they're all so good. Yeah, they are. Oh, they are so good. So good. <laughs> oh. All right. Tell us what happened. First of all, tell us your moment and then tell us what happened. Oh. Okay. So I went into it um, with this idea that was planted in my head by, by a therapist I was seeing um, of becoming a coach um, for other partners. 
And I went into it also with some fear around that, with, with that self-worth thing, right? Because there are other coaches on the retreat. And I'm like, well, what, what do I think I am that I can become a coach? And I have these like really big deal coaches. What are they going to think of me? And um, they're going to think, why would she think she can be a coach? <laughs> this whole self-talk thing that was going on in my that, head. That damn tape in our head. <laughs> I, know, I know. Not realizing that. We all had to start somewhere too, by the way. This is true. So let's just talk about that. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So um, I put it out there. And instead of the story I was telling myself, I got so much support, mm-hmm. so many affirmations. I was getting mentoring in the canyon. Um, and it was just incredible and so supportive. And um, it felt uplifting. And and then while I was hiking out of the canyon, I was just kind of hiking by myself, processing, thinking, and bringing in God, my, my grandmothers who had passed long ago, but I could feel their presence with me. I just felt so much love surrounding me and so much support and telling me um, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be, I'm going to climb out of the canyon and I'm launching a coaching business. And, um, and even ideas were coming to me, which I don't, I feel they are coming from all over um, the universe, sending me ideas as I'm, I'm hiking out. And I also had like such clarity and I, I heard um, I was being told, not only are you going to be okay, you're going to be more than okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I came home, I shared that with my husband. He was just shaking his head yes in support, like, yes, yes, yes. This is what you were called to do. And I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I I went back to work. I gave him my notice, my boss. Um, and transitioning. So I had like a year transition, which was really nice. Um, but that's like my huge, that's one of, one of the huge, I say my huge, but everything's huge. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> that was big. That was really, really big. Yeah. And I had so much confidence while I was hiking in the Canyon. And then I noticed the moment I stepped out a little bit of that fear crept in mm. like, wait, what are you going to do? This is scary. Mm-hmm. And I, so, and it still happens sometimes. So I just need to reel that back in and remind myself, you're going to be more than okay. You're going to be more than okay. And go back to those moments in the canyon. Yep. Always. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Always go back to those moments in the canyon. Because by the way, I mean, I still get those. Mm-hmm. I still get those where I'm like, okay, really? you know, not so much anymore because, and this is, this is one of the, not so much anymore because I do believe, and this is something that I wanted to bring back in full circle. Once you make that commitment to yourself once, even just once it gets easier the next time and it gets easier the next time and it gets easier the next time and the next time and the next time and the next time and the next time. And the more that we feed that commitment to self and that self um, that, that self-belief, the more that we feed our worthiness and our own self-love. And we, and we understand that all of that goes back to 
our heart and our desire and our soul. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful space to be in rather than in that ruminating tape that can sometimes go off in our head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just want to point something up that the two of you that you two coaches taught me. Um, so Sarah and Tammy, I did a session with Tammy after she, she coached me a session. Awesome. And, um, mm-hmm. Like something that you both are really gifted in that I've actually learned is that there is a space between, you know, when you're in a conversation, sometimes there's like an, a, an empty space, which we, I had used to feel very compelled to fill with words or something. And the two of you are just naturally gifted at allowing some space for the, the processing of feelings or more to come. And I've employed that in my practice. I do a lot more of that giving like a lot more space and a lot comes out in that space. And I have to thank you guys for showing that to me, like how important that, you know, that, that space is, you know, and just allowing um, and not filling it with a lot of words, but I think you guys are really gifted. That's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. So much from this group. It's insane. Yeah. (laughs) So who's ever listening, it's worth the money in, you could pay 40,000 times more and still be worth it. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> agree. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. It really is important. I think it's one of the most important gifts that you can give to yourself because it's, um, you know, I started doing this and thank you for coming on and sharing that too, because I started these and let's just, rem- let's just all take a step back for a second about my very first retreat that I ran and how it was, it was, it was a space for me of really trying to figure out what does this look like and can I do this and am I worthy of doing this? And I knew in my heart and that my soul that people, that I had something, I had a gift that needed to get out there. I knew that. I mean, I heard it. Like I literally heard it and I felt it. I didn't really know exactly what that was going to look like. I didn't have like the blueprint of, okay, you're going to do this. This is what it's going to look like. I mean, I would never have guessed some of the things that are actually unfolding in my life had I not continued to take the steps forward and say, okay, I'm not really sure what this is going to do. It feels right. And so I'm just going to step in and do it. Right. And so I really encourage everyone to look at the, the, remember the white flags that we were talking about? Look at the white flags. We, we so many times look at the red flags, the white flags are the flags telling you, yes, do this for you where it feels right. And listen to them, listen to them, listen to them, listen to them. There's so much to be said for that. So I just want to thank all of you for being here and you're amazing. And, um, can I just ask one last thing? Uh, Carrie had to jump off, but um, you, the the rest of us uh, give us words of wisdom and advice that you want others, others to hear. And I'm going to do the same. So who would like to start? Mm. I think for me, it's actually came from Sarah's book. So I think for me, like I said, a new to doing this work. And so I think, um, for me, it's that you're doing the work and sometimes you will fall back and to know that it's a lifelong thing. And so when you fall back, it's just, it's lifelong. And so you have to continue to go and to um, just work on it and and continue. So that was mine. And I did get that from your book. Thank you. I still do it. I fall back many, many times. And- I think we, we think we're going to, at least I thought, 
I'm going to work on it and it's going to be done. <laughs> so the first time Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. happen and you I think, said, I don't mean to laugh. I was like, I have all this, this stuff that I just want to be gone. And so I'm going to work on it and then I don't have to worry about it again. And so I think that's why that, that part in your yeah. book really resonated with me because you know, when it keeps, when you go back to it or when it comes back, it kind of hits, hits you again and you realize I have different tools now. So this is, I'm going to deal with it differently because I have different tools to work through it. So thank you for that. And I will tell you that I had something happen recently in my life. <clears throat> Don't need to exactly say what it was, but I, yeah, everybody probably knows. And, um, and I will tell you that what I have learned and my, my own mother said this to me, she said, aren't you glad that you now know what to do and that you can so quickly bounce back because you know what to do. And I will say that that has been one of the biggest gifts in actually um, uh, diving in and doing this work is that shit's going to always happen to you. You're always going to have grief. You're always going to have, there's going to be loss. There's going to be devastation. You can't escape it. That's called life, right? And when life happens, we know how to go back to the living peace because we've experienced it in the past. And we now, now we now have the tools in our belt to say, okay, this is what I did last time. This is how I'm going to handle it this time. And so thank you for that. Thank you for that. Also, when you have, I mean, you know, when you have trauma, childhood trauma, that still comes back, but again, oh, yeah. you, just, you know how to deal with it. You yeah. have different ways of dealing with it. So yeah. Amen, sister. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. Okay, Sandy, do you want to go? Um, sure. I um, I guess the image that just popped into my head was what we talked about down in the in the canyon about this image of Atlas about how you know many of us see ourselves as holding up the world, right? Where you know we our job is to lift everyone else up and lift and you know be that point of strength, and you know we we're it if we if it's not on us and the whole world's going to collapse and it's so not true. And what I really learned, you know, here is one, you know, allow yourself to be vulnerable and allow yourself to be held. I mean, there was no greater space than in this sisterhood that we created these, you know, nine strangers that came together and formed this incredible net. You know, I know if I fall, I'll fall into that and I'll be held by my sisters. And, um, I no longer feel like I have to hold the world up by myself. So yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I always got you back. Yeah, I know you do. Mm -hmm. Always. I know where you live. <laughs> All right, Tammy, you're up. I would say trust yourself, invest in yourself and be open to the possibilities. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yes. So glad that I did the same. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, gosh, I just had one actually. And, and oh, I know what this has been actually coming up for me a lot is um, uh, the narrative of your own story. Who plays out the narrative of your own story? Who writes it? Who's in charge of it? Who's the author? The editor? Who's the person who uh, can change it? Can write new chapters? Delete what you feel like? And... Um, add on where you feel called. And so I will say that that is you and you hold the pen and don't hand your pen away. I did a little Instagram post on that yesterday. You hold the pen. 
So make sure that you are writing it so that when you are 108 years old, looking back, I just feel like for me, that's what it's going to be. When you're looking back, um, you can be really proud of the story that you wrote. And it's one that will live on forever because you impact so many people. So that's what I will say. Thank you. Thank you, all of you. I'm going to try and get yeah. that story. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. Hugs all the way around. Yeah, big hugs. Can't wait to see y'all. Thank you for being on. And um, if anybody has any questions, I'll push them your way. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. My friends, thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so grateful to have you here. I'd love to invite you over to sarahsholtingkranz.com to receive five free meditations recorded by me or download your free guide on how nature is your perfect healing therapy. My site has many free resources to guide you on your life journey, many that I used myself while on my road from victim to survivor. And also, please, I ask that you share my podcast with those who may need inspiration, information, or who may need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review and subscribe. Go find it on other platforms such as Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please also go to my Instagram or Facebook page, leave a message in my comments, and tell me what you think of this episode. Please share in your stories and tag me. I'd love to reshare and celebrate your healing journey. I love hearing from each one of you. Let's keep the ripple going. It begins with each one of us. I love you. And as I always say, I believe in you, us, always. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.